for this? I got one thing to say. Welcome back to the Universal Wrestling Podcast. My name is Nick Dieterding. His name is Kyle from the Apron Bump Podcast. And let's not bury the lead. We have the leader of the Jack Pack, Jack Tomlinson. Jack, how are you, sir? I'm great. I'm great. How are you both doing today? Doing well, man. Doing well. Kyle, what's good, brother? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not the Vessler, but uh, I'm doing good. I'm the okaysler. There you I'm go. Not, I'm not the guy with the super cool lights in the background, though. Well, that is true. That's, Boom. That is, this, is this a visual or just an audio or both? Both. It's going to be both. Okay, yeah. So yeah. everyone watching, listening can hear or see. <laughs> yes. You can't hear the lights. You can see the cool lights. Yeah. Jack, what have you been up to, man? Just graduated college. You went to Ireland. You must be living the life. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. It's been, it's been a weird couple of, couple of months. Jack, for the people that don't know who you are, what the hell are you doing on a wrestling podcast? I'm just a kid from Long Island. You know, I grew up loving professional wrestling. I don't mean to brag, you know, don't mean to be too uh, full of myself, but you know, uh, 18 years old, wrestled for WWE, 21 years old, wrestled for AEW, the youngest graduate in the history of Creative Pro Wrestling, former Creative Pro Tag Team Champion, current Victory Pro Wrestling Champion, got the belt. Boom, casual. You know, I'm the Tom Holland of professional wrestling. I'm the only wrestler in professional wrestling, which is in fact a vlogging wrestler, put the words together. You know, that's how it is. It makes sense. <laughs> I'm the best TikToker in professional wrestling. You know, I think the better question is like, why, why would I not be on here? You brought up WWE. I would love to know how your day went. Take me through a day. I know you said Raw and 205 and AEW. Yes. How does your day go? Like, can you take us through a day? As Jackson uh, James. As Jackson James, there you go. The life Absolutely. of Jackson James. Absolutely. Um, so they were they were both pretty they were both pretty spectacular spectacular. Monday Night Raw and 205 Live both were a little bit different. The Monday Night Raw day, I'd yet to do anything really with WWE. I'd been in like the No Way Jose Conga line and they had like had me in the stands at one point and they I was like standing in the background of a Shayna Baszler like entrance at NXT Takeover. I believe it was 25, I think it was. Um, but I still was just like a random kid back there. Like, and I was 18. Keep in mind, I'm like, I'm 18 and I'm yeah. still very, very young and still very unaware of everything and how everything works. I'm still learning as I go. I, uh, I'm just, I'm just, I show up to the arena. I think I was there for maybe 30 minutes and Kurt, uh, Brian Myers, Kurt Hawkins at the time, who is one of the men who trained me, owns Creator Pro, walks up to me and VSK and says, it's you two versus the Viking Raiders today. And he just keeps walking. Like this was such a pass by conversation. Like Vinny and I are standing there. He just walks right by, says, it, and then Vinny and I just say, "Oh, thank you," and we just look at each other. <laughs> We're like, and then kind of from there, you kind of just like you don't know who you go and speak to. You don't know like what what you do. So about like an hour later, you see the Viking Raiders. I'm like, "Hey guys, I uh, just want to let you know I'm Jack. This is this is a VSK. We're gonna be wrestling tonight." They said, "Great, we'll come find you when it's time to go." And then from there, it was kind of identical to an independent show. Just the production is a lot 
a lot bigger, a lot more massive. The rehearsal is a lot more in depth, but it really was the same. You know, we got together, they threw out their ideas um, and they told us what they would like from us. And, you know, eventually we were told get in gear and when it's time to go, get to get to grill. It's my favorite part about going to any big company backstage, WWE or AEW, is I love seeing uh, I love seeing the whole process and how it works, but I love seeing how similar it is to an independent show. It's just on a much bigger scale. The characters truthfully are a lot more larger than life than you would find on like the independent scene, but it's, it's really cool. And how did AEW go? AEW is, is definitely similar. I think the, the difference is, well, there's two big differences with AEW. One is I'm a, I was a lot, I'm a lot older at this point. Yep. Um, and three years isn't crazy, but like it's, there's been a lot of maturing. It's a, a lot of, I've experienced a lot more in the last few years since WWE. Cause when I wrestled for WWE, I had only been working. I hadn't even been working shows a year. <laughs> I had, I had no real experience. The only companies I wrestled for was create a pro and victory pro i think maybe wrestle pro once i never got i was never out there like this was a very uh bottled experience i had and then aew i had branched out a bit i'd wrestled all over the northeast a few different companies and i had met different people but the 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 second difference besides being mature uh or what i like to think is mature i don't um was the fact that creative uh creative pro is basically aew like there's at least 10 guys from creative pro at aew and like at the same time they are on tv they are doing this weekly this is like a full-on career for them yeah they're, they're still my friends they're still the people that i met when i was 15 that have watched me grow up have seen me experience my first match to my first heartbreak to my first injury like they've seen me throughout my life both as a wrestler and as a person so like it was a lot more comfortable you could walk up to more people and just be like hey i, I know you what's up yeah that's yeah uh, you wrestled uh mjf at creative pro right yes i was i was creative pro, uh mjf's last creative pro match. right I like to say that I retired MJF. Yeah. <laughs> you beat him. I mean, I yeah, you beat him and he left. So, like, who's going to argue with you? I retired MJF. I really hope I get to, like, expand on that someday down the line. Yeah. How I retired MJF. Yeah, that could be an easy built-in story, you know, down the road for sure. What was yeah. it like working with MJF? Because, I mean, we've seen how he's progressed yeah. over the, over, over the, ever since then. Yeah. Uh, did you like working with him? So, uh, I, I loved it. I loved it. I I go back back between that one and a couple others, but to this day, that might be my favorite match I've ever had. Um, it was it was a lot of fun, but it was it was very intimidating for for yeah. two reasons. One, d- dude is a he's a scary guy. Like he's the salt of the earth. You know, he's in the, he's a, he's like you know he's the salt of the earth. He's better than you. But from the time I met him when I was fifteen, and when I met him, and I'm not joking, this isn't like a story like to make MJF more MJF. I'm literally yeah. sitting in my car waiting for them to open the doors to the school. And the trainer that day was running late. So up walks MJF. And at the time, he's not the big indie darling he became or the AEW star that he is now. So this guy, this muscular dude with like, and I didn't know what the tattoo was at the time, but this big tattoo on his arm, just walks up to my car window and knocks on the door. And I'm like, uh, hello. And I rolled, rolled down the window. I'm like, hi. And he's like, are you the new kid? And I go, yeah. And he goes, they're running late. Just thought I'd let you know. And I was like, thanks, man. And he just walks away all angry. And then five minutes later, he comes back up to, up to the car and goes, come with me. And I'm like, what? And I'm, he's like, come with me. And I go, okay. So I say goodbye to my brother. I get in the car with this complete stranger. And he, I, the second the door shuts and I'm in his car, he looks at me and goes, all right, 
how many independent promotions you know? And I go, what? And he goes, what's your favorite match? And I'm like, what? And he just starts rattling off these wrestling questions. And I'm like, I, I hadn't even had a day of training yet. So I'm like petrified. Wow. I'm like, dude, is scaring me. And he basically made me feel like I knew nothing about wrestling. Because like, that's hard <laughs> to answer on the spot. Yeah. I Whenever I go into podcasts like this one, I always think like, all right, if they're going to ask me this question, I could answer it this way. I could answer it this way. I didn't think about this stuff. I didn't even... Yeah. know if the wrestling shoes I had were, were good for the ring. So like, that was terrifying. And then now fast forward, I'm wrestling him. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Going at this again. So. Yeah. Well, he had got your revenge. Yeah. Yeah. But I knew also he was going to AEW. I knew this was his last match because he was going to AEW. So I knew there was going to be some eyes on it. I knew that that would raise the stakes. So it was, it was a very big opportunity. And I, uh, I'm very proud of what I performed in that day. Yeah. I mean, he had to, you know, see something in you to let you go over. I mean, not let you, but have the ending of the match you going over. So, I mean, that's, that's awesome, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, let's backtrack a second. You talked about Cardona and we talked about Hawkins. I would love to get your take on the match you had with those two guys. But before we get to that, you can log on to YouTube, check out all of Jack Tomlinson's amazing matches as well as his content. But uh, enough about that. Uh, Jack, how was it, man? Let's hear it. Mm-hmm. It was, it, it to me is the most in-depth story that anyone at Creative Pro has ever had. And I will take that to the bank. Um, it's one of the most in-depth stories you could have in wrestling. And it's, it's, you see it on TV time and time again. You saw it recently with MJF and Punk. It is someone who you grew up watching, someone who inspired you to become a wrestler, now being your, your, your equal almost. It's pretty crazy. You share the ring with someone you used to watch on television. And this is, for me and Matt, it was over a 10-year, over a decade-long story between me and him. First meeting between him rising through the ranks in 2011 and becoming the United States champion, and now to share the ring with him, but to, to do it in such a different way I ever expected. I always expected it was going to be, oh my God, it's my childhood hero. Like I get to wrestle him type of thing. And it wasn't, it wasn't like that. It was, I was coming in and I'm like, yo, major pod sucks. You guys are, are trying to jip my boy, Eric of his title. We got to, you're trying to jip Dante and I of our tag titles. So it was from a completely different angle. So I wasn't prepared for that. So that was really cool. That was a curveball. I was really excited about that. Um, at the same time, we did, we were able to tell the same story that I just mentioned. The, the young kid ends up wrestling a, a childhood hero of his in this one minute part of the match where the whole, the whole ring is everyone steps aside and it's just me and Matt. And you can hear it on commentary. You can hear it from the crowd. There is a, because I grew up with Creative Pro. They've known me since I was 15. They, I'm not ashamed to say it. Everybody knows that my favorite wrestler is Zack Ryder. Everybody yep. knows I grew up loving Long Island Ice Z. I'm not ashamed of it. There's no, there's no, no. it should be. If I wouldn't be a wrestler, I wouldn't be making content if it wasn't for him. Um, so to have that one minute where it felt like Everybody else and everything else in the world stopped. Everything was didn't matter. Nothing could could ruin a moment between me and Matt. But at the same time, it also is probably one of the only moments in my life I felt that everyone got everything. Yeah. I don't know how to word it much better. No, um, that's perfect. But I remember I, I watched a podcast with Cody Rhodes talking about his match with Rollins at Mania. And he says, oftentimes wrestlers make the mistake of thinking everybody knows their story. Everybody knows what's going on. And he says at Mania, it truly did feel like everyone knew. 
I'm not comparing me wrestling a cap right. in front of those 200 people to wrestling <laughs> at, Wrestle, at WrestleMania yeah. 70,000 people. I'm not comparing me to Cody. Yeah, but the idea. Yes, it truly felt like everyone there got what Matt and I were doing. They understood yep. that the big picture is major pod versus larger than life. But this small little one minute you're about to get is Matt versus biggest fan. Biggest fan versus childhood hero. I thought that was beautiful to me, to me. For sure. And yeah, you brought up the Long Island IZ and this, this internet show. Like Zack Ryder was one of the first guys that really took advantage of social media and all that stuff. How big of an influence was he in developing your character as the Vessler? Because it seems like there's a lot of parallels there. Shoot, yeah, oh gosh. it's it's. He always likes to point that out, Cardona. He likes to point <laughs> Stole out- Stole my gimmick. Everything, yeah. everything. <laughs> The thing about Matt is, or Zach, is I would not be a fan of wrestling. I did not like wrestling. I was, my brother used to watch it and I would see him watch it. And I was like, all right, I don't know what this is. Like, it's not my thing. Yeah. Um, I never, I never disliked it. It just wasn't my thing. And then one day I walked in and I saw Hugh Jackman on TV with Zach Ryder. And I was, and I know Wolverine. Everyone likes Wolverine. So you see Hugh Jackman with Zach Ryder. You're like, all right, who's this guy? This guy's got to be important. And then he started being like, so... So, so cocky and so so arrogant, but in a lovable, charming way that only Zack Ryder and a handful of wrestlers can do. Um, and it was it was so so uh, captivating, and I loved it, and I, I fell fell for it. And then for about five years after that, I never missed a actually probably seven years after that. I think it went until I was eighteen. I never missed a single episode of Raw or SmackDown. Like every Monday, every Friday, I watched every single episode, or into Tuesday whenever they ended up switching the days yeah. smackdowns but i never missed it and it was solely because of Ryder. and so he's the reason i became a wrestler the character the gimmick all of that actually comes from uh it comes from jake and logan paul and it also comes from a bit of uh, a push and motivation from some people in creative pro kind of t- helping me out and at the start i was a huge fan of the paul brothers and i really liked the fact that they they made a tv show about their life i thought that was so cool and yeah. when, you're, when you're in high school and you you know you feel like no one likes you and nothing's going right and what am i going to do with my life and you know i love wrestling i want to be a wrestler but let's be honest jack you're you're five foot nothing a hundred nothing like the likelihood of you getting there is not there so what can i do i can make i can make content because no matter what anyone tells me in life no one can tell me what to put on my youtube channel yeah and i had a friend she she made a youtube channel she helped teach me how to edit stuff. And that's how that got going. And then when it was finally time to wrestle and it was finally time to go, go at creative pro where I debuted against Max Caster, I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what my name should be. I don't know what my character should be. And then someone at creative pro kind of looked at me and was like, all right, just use your name. And I go, are you sure? Tomlinson seems kind of long. And they're like, just use your name. And guess what, buddy, if you hate it in six months, change it. Like it's okay. And then, right. and then I went, well, what do I do with my character? He goes, you vlog, right? And I went, yeah. He goes, you ever think about walking out to the ring vlogging? And I'm like, no, I haven't. He goes, yeah, no one's doing that. Now, granted, you got Theory. afterwards, uh, Tyler Breeze ended up coming out with the selfie stick. And now, right. you know, uh, Austin Theory is coming out taking selfies and everyone's got a vlog channel, but there's only one Vessler. That's crazy. For the millions watching this podcast, how does one become a professional wrestler find a good school local to you or even local using that term however far you want to travel yeah you just go there you train you learn i always like to say keep your mouth shut and your ears open 
because you can all you're always going to be a student until the day you die and you're gonna you can learn something from everybody if i was to really sit down and think about everything that goes into wrestling i would never say that one person taught me everything i can sit here and go a lot of what i do in terms of creating content and in terms of advertising myself and charisma and betting on myself comes from Cardona. And I can say my in-ring work comes from VSK and everything as a whole comes from Pat and Brian. You know, I could say all that, but if I really, really got nitpicky and I really dove into it, I could call a certain person for teaching me selling. I could call a certain person for teaching me a comeback, which is 30 seconds of a match. Granted, if you're John Cena, it's the biggest part of the match, no matter what. Some people it's Others don't even know it's their comeback. So it depends on the wrestler and how your style. But so many different people have taught me such little things. So that goes to the keeping your ears open to everyone because you can learn from anyone. Uh, Find a good school, train with them, work hard to answer your question. And then go to like local promotions, you know, help set up the ring, introduce yourself, meet people. You'll find in wrestling and in life, a connection is going to be your best friend. Yeah. Is that how you got on to... uh... 205 Live and Raw and AEW. Like, how did that happen? Uh, you took us through the day, uh, but how did how did that happen? Like you said, connection. Yeah, 100% uh, Brian Myers. Awesome. 100% Brian Myers is the That's reason. Dope. That was the reason I was back there. And I, I don't know if there was a conversation. I don't know if someone asked Brian, hey, who do you want to use or anything? I, I don't know. That's But that's how, how I got it. I do know the 205 Live match came we had tryout matches before, uh, before the show, and I got I got picked after my match for that. So, but they also just saw me wrestle on Raw the night before, so they they knew yeah. me. Already, so, right, That's great. And you faced Mike Kanellis on Two Hundred Five, right? Yes, or Mike Mike Bennett. Yes. yes, I did. I did. He was one of the first people I ever saw in in, in uh, Impact when I started watching it as uh, as a fan. So that was really cool because I was wrestling the Miracle Mike Bennett. So that was that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Were you into impact like back in the day or do you still keep up with it? I, I do keep up. I mean, Brian, Brian and Matt are on it. So of I always course. keep up with, on it for, um, for them. Absolutely. Uh, I was never as loyal and religious to it as I was WWE. Um, but I, my dad actually was, there was a long time in my childhood where my father watched impact. Well, TNA at the time, TNA more than WWE. And that was, that was always how I kind of found things out. Like, he knew, like, I remember when AJ Styles debuted at the Royal Rumble. My dad, like, I knew the name AJ Styles, but my yeah. dad knew him more than I did. So I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, this guy's, like, the best wrestler in the world. I was like, really? And then I would come to find out he, he is the best wrestler. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, with, ever since then, I mean, wrestling has just expanded. It seems like it seems like the indie, indie scene is thriving as much as it's ever been. Do you have any, because uh, you said you just came back from Ireland. I don't know if you've wrestled overseas or not, but is that something that you aspire to do? I would love to. Uh, Ireland has OTT, over the top right. wrestling, and I wanted to wrestle there so bad. The show they were having during, and like I wasn't booked on it at all, but the show they were having while I was there got canceled. Damn. And I was so upset because I was going to show up and hopefully hope for the best. Yeah. I love, love to wrestle over there. I loved Ireland. I would love to go back anytime I could. Yeah. Cause I've been watching a lot of old school, like progress and I've, I've watched a little bit of OTT too. So yeah, definitely. Cause that's where like Jordan Devlin and a bunch of those guys in NXT UK came from. So yeah, that's, that's really interesting though. I love NXT UK. I think it's, I think it's great. Well, I think one of the best wrestlers in the world is, is Tyler Bate. Yes, I think, for sure. I think you're Steve talking Martin. to two of the, the best guys for this dude we've yeah. 
we love NXT UK, man. Awesome. My arguably my favorite match that I ever watched from NXT was it was NXT Chicago. It wasn't UK, UK, but it was Pete Dunn versus Tyler Bate. Like yep. NXT yeah. UK, yes, they were whew. phenomenal. That's wrestling right there. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a little like bubble away from WWE. It feels yeah. like it feels like nobody pays attention to it, so they kind of don't get their don't rate. say anything. Don't say anything. <laughs> but I think yeah. can they work. I feel like some of them do work independent shows as well. I, I think, think on occasion, so. yeah. yeah. So like, like that, they have that benefit as well. Yeah. I mean, would they rather? I don't know. I don't know what they would rather SmackDown or NXT UK. But yeah. like one of the benefits I know of like AEW is these guys get to work independent shows if they really want to. So it's it's cool. Yeah. I love it. Um, winding down the clock here, uh, J- Jack. Um, what's next for you, brother? You just well, got you just graduated college. That's a huge deal. You just went on an amazing family trip with your, uh, you know, to Ireland. What's next? There's a few things, a few really big things in terms of life. You know, got to figure out how to not be broke from last year because, like we yeah. learned earlier, the world is yep. no, no, I'm kidding. Um, you know, I've been I've been acting. I've been taking some acting classes, and I'm cool. breaking. I saw Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. Boom, so I, there we go. I said, yeah, I saw Spider-Man. I know yeah, you've been acting. Yeah. Just a little movie here, a little movie there. There you know. Um, but I've been I <laughs> sorry, that was that was funny. Um <laughs> try trying to get into that. I've always I've always loved cinema, I've always loved film, I've always had an appreciation for it. And it's it's truly so much fun. So I'm hoping to get into that. In terms of wrestling, like I like we pointed out earlier, I just became like a couple weeks ago the Victory Pro Wrestling champion. So I'm gonna start oh, yeah. defending this. I'm super excited. I love being at VPW. It's like a second home um, for me in independent wrestling. Wrestling, so I get to keep defending this. And then Creative Pro, we're returning there real soon. Um, hopefully, I get my revenge on the Shook Crew because the Sh- Shook Crew sucks. Shook Crew is terrible. They cheated. Eric James out of his Creative Pro Championship, but even worse than that, and no offense, Eric, not that you're not super important, more importante, um, worse than that, Max Caster. We know Max Caster. You know him. He's in the, you know, he's scissoring other men. <laughs> and, you know, you know that's that's your thing. No, Nothing wrong with that. You do you, man. Power to you. But, like, you know what is not power to you? Assaulting people. Assaulting people with a chain. I mean, everyone saw it. It was on, it was on, it was streamed. It was on my YouTube channel. Like there was video footage. He comes out to the ring. He had no business being out there. While you, while you're vlogging, while you're live. I am just no respect. having a fun time. I'm Dude. trying to cheer on Eric as he's trying to win a championship. The ref is being biased against him. So me and the ref are having a bit of a dispute for a hot second, just a hot second, because I let my emotions get the better of me. But like, you're screwing like my, my friend here, like Eric's my boy. You're screwing him. I had to say something. And then Max comes out and just willingly takes off his chain, puts it around his hand and just punches me in the face. And I don't know if anyone's seen this video. I don't know if we could throw the video up now. Like if you watch it, I literally just drop, just drop. I get hit and I just fall to the ground. I mean, it was just, it was painful. I got yeah. cracked in the face with a chain. You know what? You want to come out and wrestle? You want to have a fight? That's fine. All's fair when you're in the squared circle. There was no need for a chain. He assaulted me. He that, assaulted that's too far. Me. Hashtag Max Castor assaulted me. So that's what's next to create, bro. I need <laughs> to get my revenge on him. I need to come back at him. I already released a freestyle rap on him. I don't think I have a career in rapping, but I will say my disses were pretty fire. Can we get a live performance of that rap? Let's hear it. Come on. Nick, 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 give him a beat. I don't even know if I remember. <laughs> Wait, hang on. I gotta, I gotta think. What was it? Or just make another freestyle. Yeah. Yo. I like Yo. it so far. Mm. Listen, I can't believe I'm about to do this. 
I'm gonna do. I'm gonna see what I remember. Ass boys. Right. <clears throat> Cap the grand stage, coming out to help my champ. I blanked on the words uh, already. Dang, uh, I got that. Uh, whatever. Stage coming out to help the champ. Things are coming out to help the champ. Things were looking good. Toss a caster on the ramp. I knew I was in for a potential mic drop. Didn't know he'd use a chain to ring my clock. I was assaulted. The best wrestler alive? I was assaulted. By that platinum guy? I was assaulted. Caster, you are whack. How could you do that to the leader of the pack? I was assaulted. Boom. That's pretty damn Magic. good. That's a lot. Yeah. I was hoping it was going to be garbage, but that was actually pretty good. I Thank you. It. Oh, you never heard it? <laughs> I have not, but now I have, and my I couldn't believe it. I just, I'm so Life impressed that I changing. just on the uh, on the first part. I couldn't. Yeah, we'll cut that out. There was uh, there's more to it. There's more to it. I just yeah. I'm gonna check it out now. Yeah, be behind it or whatever, you know. I know I make fun of him because I have more followers than him, even though he has a TV contract and he's on television every <laughs> single week. Just saying, that's pretty embarrassing. You know, yikes! Dig well, it. He's not the Vessler though. So he's not the Vessler. There is no nothing. There is only one Vessler. In professional wrestling, and that is me. Not Austin awesome Theory. There's other vloggers, and they're great. Theory, great. theory. What about theory? No, he, he just, he just takes pictures of himself. There's people that you know they have little sticks. They're yeah. they're great. They're great selfies. He's he seems like a tremendous guy, great guy, great friend. But you know he's he's not a wrestler. He couldn't yeah. do what I do. See, he ain't no Jack. Theory is taking photos. Photos are awesome. They're great. Instagram's awesome. But what's what's more difficult? Take a photo. Or take a video and talk and tell an entire story while also wrestling a match. Mm, I don't know. Think about it. Nothing. Or while getting assaulted with a chain from behind. But, you know, yeah. there's highs and lows, I guess. Yeah, we, 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 or okay. a low blow from Swaggle. That, oh my gosh, dude. You know? I'm not even get it. That one, I don't even want to, like, entertain. Like, <laughs> Pod cheated again. Like, that's yeah. it's not like a conspiracy. It's just a straight-up fact. Everyone in Major Pod is out to get me and my boy, Dante, the other member of Logbro University. But, like, come on. Is anyone going to watch that match back in the first 30 seconds of the match? Not even, like, we're in the tail end and emotions are all over the place and things are flaring. No. He literally points at the ref and goes, ref, close your eyes. And the ref just willingly goes... he was paid punches me in a place where the sun don't shine like what yeah that's ridiculous dude i'm just saying hashtag major pod cheated again hashtag max caster assaulted me at what point does the entire internet rise up and realize the creative pro is holding i don't want to say holding us back because no one can hold me and dante back because we're amazing but willingly going out of their way to single dante and i out i'm just saying putting that out there it's a conspiracy man Montreal, Montreal, who? This is the new screw job right here. Create a pro screw job. There we go. Let's get it trending. Let's go. <laughs> a lot of hashtags. Hashtag major pod cheated again. Hashtag show crew cheated. Hashtag Max Caster assaulted me. Hashtag create a pro screw job. Hashtag jackpack for life. Hashtag subscriber stomp because I had the the best stomp in the history of professional wrestling because with one stomp i not only beat you pin you one two three but i make you subscribe to jt blocks i'm very proud of that finisher damn that's uh seems like oh. throwing shade at somebody no 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 i would never Seth. ever 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 envision myself throwing mm-hmm. anyone. boom jack freaking tomlinson would never do that yeah. jack freaking tomlinson would never do that i would not want to burn any bridges Boom. any potential uh potential uh, future <laughs> opponents but even if i did burn 
yeah. I feel like I could know a uh, architect who could rebuild it, maybe even redesign it. One, two, three, four. Jack, it's been an honor. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having Give me. Give the people what they want. How can they find you? You can find me on all social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok. Both are at Jack Tomlinson 2000. You can find me on Twitter at Jack Tomlinson 00. You can find me on YouTube at Jack Tomlinson Vlogs. There you will find the vlog of My Day Wrestling, Matt Cardona. You'll find the vlog of me wrestling MJF. You'll find the freestyle rap diss track on Matt Max Caster, because remember, hashtag Max Caster assaulted me. And also, you can get the merchandise for WrestlingTees.com. Tyler, a.k.a. Kyle, give the people what they want. Well, I'm not a wrestler, but if you want to listen to me talk about wrestling, uh, Apron Bump Podcast, ApronBump.com, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at the UW Pod and Instagram at UW Podcast. Peace. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on the web at uwpod.com. You've got mail. Or send us an email. We really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. Info at uwpod.com. Universal Wrestling Podcast. Nobody does it better.